Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. And the priest shall take some of the log of oil, somebody shout the anointing, and pour it into the palm of his own left hand. Somebody say the left hand. Then the priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in the left hand and shall sprinkle some of the oil with his finger. Somebody shout seven times before the Lord. Verse 17, and the rest of the oil in his hand, the priest shall put some on the tip of the right ear. Somebody shout the right ear. And him who is to be cleansed on the thumb of the right hand and on the big toe of the right foot on the blood of the trespass offering. I want to read one more verse. Verse 18. The rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand, he shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed. So the priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord. The priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord. That's good all by itself. That over all of that time was the picture of what was to come. And so I'm very thankful for that. Heavenly Father, bless this time. Bless the rest of the remaining of this service. I pray that you would continue to anoint each and every word, every seed that's sown. God, I pray for your revelation through your word. God, that would change our path, change our life, change our heart, change the way that we take action. And we give you all the glory and praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn to somebody and just tell them God's good. Tell them I love you and the Lord loves you. All the good things. Smile at them. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. And if you don't think we're crazy yet, just hold on. <laughs> we're just crazy for Jesus. Amen. I wanted to point out that the priest took the blood first for the trespass offering for the... Um, cleansing. The blood was for the cleansing of, of the leper and the blood was applied first. Somebody say that with me. The blood was applied first. And I think it's very significant that we make that awareness tonight that the blood must always be applied first. The blood must always be applied first. And it says there's three different things in this beginning scripture, the first scripture that we read. The first one was the ear gate. The ear had to have the blood applied to it. And it was the, how many knows it's the ear that we hear things? How many knows that my ear must be cleansed before it can hear correctly? <laughs> and so there was a cleansing. I believe this is a picture of a cleansing just as you and I, through the Lamb of Jesus Christ, the blood that He shed for us, we must have His blood to cleanse our ear gate. I don't care how sanctified we are. I don't care how saved we are. I don't care how gifted we are. Come on, somebody. I must at all times apply the blood of Jesus perpetually to the ear gate so that I can hear what God is saying in this day and hour. Because there's so many things trying to grab the attention of the ear. There's so many words of the wicked one that's trying to distract your ear. And if it sounds like fuzz, ignore it. If it sounds like the blood, welcome it. Come on, somebody. So it must have the blood applied to the right ear gate. Somebody say it was the right ear. And then we see the thumb. The thumb 
Uh, and, and I want to make, this, make this, this point as well. If we look at this, Aaron and Moses, they would always use this, this uh, protocol, if you will, to cleanse. This was the way that they cleansed. This was the way that they cleansed. And leprosy is, you and I know, is a form. It is a type of sin through, through the word of God. So there's always uh, uh, shadows and types in the Old Testament of what God did in the New Testament through Jesus. How many would say amen to that? In the Old Testament is the types and shadows of Jesus Christ. So every line, every dot, every T that's crossed, every comma has to do with the life of the Messiah and the life of Jesus. And so we see here that the blood was applied to the ear, the blood was applied to the thumb, and the ear gate is listening. Now, if you look at Moses and Aaron, there were some things that God told them to do that in our natural mind, okay, in our, if we're just looking at things, it would have been impossible for them to obtain and to do and to take action. They would look at a burning bush and they would see that the fire didn't consume the bush and the, foot, the bush would give them instruction. If I didn't have an ear that was redeemed by the blood, I wouldn't be aware of the bush that was burning, and I sure enough wouldn't listen to it. So I have to have my ears redeemed by the blood. Listen to me now. Be thou renewed in your mind. How? By the hearing of the word of God. I must hear. The Bible says faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But if I'm just reading this book without the redemption of his blood applied to my ears, I will not hear what the spirit thus saith the Lord is saying to my life. Is this making sense so far? So there must be blood applied to the ear gate. Now, the thumb is the representation of grip. If I don't have a thumb, it's going to be hard for me to grip something. If I do not have a thumb, it's going to be hard for me to pick up a sword. If I don't have a thumb, it's going to be hard for me to pick up anything and take action and work. And I want you to see this. I know we're looking at it in the natural, but I want you to see it as a reflection of the Spirit and what God is saying. If I don't have the thumb, I want you to understand this. Uh, you and I both, what do we use our hands for in this house? If you was to come in this house, what do you do with your hands? Sometimes we put them together. Sometimes we raise them to heaven. So my hand, I use for worship. My hands are used for worship. My hands are also used for service. But I cannot get off balance with the two. Come on, somebody. Because the service cannot over, uh, it cannot overbear the worship. And the worship cannot overbear the service. So there has to be a balance. There has to be a grip on the two. Are you hearing me right now? There must be a grip on the two. So God has to purify our hands so that we can grip this gospel message with effectiveness. Come on, somebody. If I can get a good grip, I can get a good swing. Amen? And so I have to have grip. Somebody shout, I must have grip. So I must have an ear to hear, and I must have a grip to hold on. And then the big toe, let's look at this, the big toe of his right foot. Now the big toe, if you was to cut off your big toe, I wouldn't recommend doing that. But I've read and I've seen where if you lose your big toe, you lose your balance. You lose walking a straight line. And so isn't it awesome the picture that's painted here 
that I must have my ear redeemed, I must have my hands redeemed, I must have my walk redeemed. <laughs> I got to have blood on my feet, blood on my hands, and blood on my ears so that I can be a line in the kingdom of God. Are y'all hearing me right now? So the blood must be applied for my life to be aligned. The blood must be applied to my ear gate. Now watch this. The, the, the representation of the right hand, and I just, this is just, now this is just me, I'm not saying, I, I feel like the Holy Spirit showed me this in my study tonight, was that the right side, how many knows that right side, if you look all through scripture, it means strength. Okay? So why would he anoint the right side? Because we n truly don't need help in our strengths. Or we, do, we truly don't need help in our weakness. Because a lot of times in our weakness, we willingly yield. But I need anointing on my strengths. I wish I had some help in this house. Because my strengths can either be a blessing or they can be a curse. So he's anointing the right side of things because in my weakness, come on, he is made strong. So I don't have to really worry about my weak things. That's why God calls you to things that you're not talented to do. So God anoints the right side because if, if my right side is anointed, it will be aligned for kingdom purpose. And we must have alignment in the day and hour that you and I are living in. The one thing that I want to just bring up, if you're not aware, you can look around and you can see that we are living in the days and the hours that's been prophesied for years and generations. I'm talking when I was a little child, when I was sitting in the back seat, when I wasn't really even paying attention to what was being preached or taught. I was talking to my friends, but when somebody would say, uh, listen, heaven's real and hell's real. Soon as I heard that word hell, my ears just perked up. Because there's an aware, see, we're aware that there's a heaven. But we're, we're truly, in this generation, there's not much talk about the other place. And there is a real hell that you and I must shun. But the scripture's telling us that time is winding up. How many can see the signs of this? said, you will know the signs of the time as of in what? The days of Noah. That men would be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. And let me just line this up for a moment because we will do everything that we can to get to the pleasure. Come on, somebody. Walmart's full tonight. I guarantee it. You go to that parking lot, you're going to see cars in every slot. Why? Because we'll do everything to get to pleasure. But call for a time to get in the presence of God, to hear the word of the Lord, and you're going to see some empty spaces. But I'm here to tell you and to prophesy that things are about to shift. Things are about to change because we are in those, these are those days that Job talked about that in the last days I will, come on somebody, I will pour out my spirit up on all flesh. All flesh, the spirit will be poured out on. And it's going to be, which side are you on when the Holy Spirit pours out on you? Are you going to be on the side of the redeemed? 
Because the Spirit can pour out on those who are redeemed and there will be effectiveness in the kingdom of God to reach the unredeemed. But if you're on the other side and some of us have reprobate minds because we've turned time after time again, we flipped on the channels that God told us to flip off of, we grabbed a hold of some stuff that we tucked away in the drawers and we're wondering why that we're not blessed and we're wondering why that there's no revival in the land but I'm here to tell you against all odds God is about to pour out his spirit and there's about to be a great harvest because the glory that's coming will be a glory that cannot be denied if you believe it somebody praise God like addictions are falling off your family somebody praise God like sons and daughters are coming home somebody praise God because what you picked up last night is the last time you're going to pick it up and God is going to break it off tonight. So I must understand that we are living in peerless, dark, treacherous, dangerous situations. And to ignore the time that we're in would be like me standing in front of a tsunami trying to face it on my own. But I'm here to tell you, I will not win in my flesh. There's no way that I could stand up in front of a tsunami or a tornado or a hurricane and I could win. That would be a lie from hell. But under the blood of Jesus Christ, I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter what comes at you. If you got the blood applied, the enemy is denied. I wish I had somebody to help me. If you got blood applied, you can talk to the tornado and say not this house today if you got the blood applied things been taken away from you all you got to do declare is I plead I plead the blood and Satan gotta cough it up Satan gotta restitute what he has taken from you I didn't come to preach like this tonight but I want you to understand that yes, we are living in times of tsunamis and tornadoes and pestilence and wars and rumors of war. But my assignment is to remind you that under the blood, there is no way you can lose. I wish somebody take 30 seconds of praise break because I want to dance all over the enemy's head I said if you got the blood you will receive the flood come on if you got the blood heaven's open if you got the blood you got access it's the blood that gave you access it was the blood that he shed 2,000 years ago upon an old rugged cross at a hill called Mount Calvary he took the spikes through his hands and through his feet they drove a crown of thorns upon his head they even beat it on his head thinking that he was dead but three days later he got up and I'm here to tell you some of you are going to get up tonight you're going to get up out of that mess you're going to get up out of that addiction you're going to get up out of that struggle you're going to get up out of that bed that you shouldn't have been in I'm here to tell you the blood is enough to get you up the blood somebody shout the blood i I know it's old school. I know we don't preach about it. I know we don't talk about it anymore, but it's still the 
cross. It's still the blood. Come on, it's still the name and it's still the nails. I wish I had somebody to help me because there's something that happens even when you just start talking about the blood. Something starts to raise up on the inside of you. It's the authority. If you have the blood, you got the authority to look a demon that's trying to distract you right in the eye and say, get down behind me, Satan. It's not in my name, but I wear a name that's above. It's my name tag. I changed my name tag. It used to be Aaron, but look at here. I'm covered in Jesus. I'm covered in the blood. I'm covered under the flood. I wish I had somebody get happy because you got a house that is hosted by the blood. You got a house that is hosted by the glory. Why? Because it was settled in heaven. The Bible said that on the mercy seat, he took the blood. He took it and presented it to the mercy seat. And he laid it down. And God said, I accept the blood. My God, I feel like coming down and just preaching with you. I'm here to tell you because he took it to the mercy seat, God has some mercy for you. I know you messed it up, but God has some mercy for you. I know you think it's over, but God has some mercy for you. I know you think there's no chance for your tomorrow, but I come to tell you, on the mercy seat is the blood and God said I accept and that means addiction is broken and that means sickness is healed and that means sin is eradicated I wish I had somebody that would stand on your feet for about 30 seconds and let's just declare the blood of Jesus let's declare the name and the nails let's declare the cross let's declare the authority The authority, it's in the blood. <laughs> so many pictures in the Old Testament. You say, we can get deep and we can get, God can give us incredible insight. And I want to ask you something. Be open to the insight of heaven. But I can't be open to the insight of heaven until I'm redeemed in the blood of the Lamb. <laughs> So I must be redeemed. Well, I got redeemed 10 years ago. You might need to be redeemed today. Well, once saved, always saved. Glad that works for you. Don't work for me that way. I need the blood. When I get up in the morning, when I lay my head to rest, when I have the blood, I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day that I live, and I'm blessed. His blood soothes my doubts and calms my fears. <laughs> it dries all my tears. The blood that Jesus shed <laughs> from day to day. Watch this. It will never lose its power. <laughs> it was way back 2,000 years ago plus now. We've been saying that for about 2,000 years. And it's never lost its power. It's never lost its fervency. It's never, this message has never lost its ability. Its strength. So if I was the enemy, what would I do? I'd take the blood out of the church. It's too gory. Let me tell you something. This gospel is a bloody gospel. The cross was a bloody cross. And his footsteps were bloody footsteps. Why? Because he was looking for your redemption. He was looking for your freedom. He wanted you to break through tonight 
So he did it for this moment. The oil was only applied where the blood was present. <laughs> Woo, that's good right there. It's the cross, the name, the nails that brought forth the nucleus of heaven. It's the cross, the blood, the nails that brought forth the ability and gave us access. It was the cross when the cross and he cried out a, a, a sound. And you know that sound was a sound and, and that hell trembled because he understood that he got there. That he did it and he, he thought he could still hold him down. But when he heard the word, it was finished. All fear went into your enemy's camp. Let me tell you something. He began to tremble and squirm in his boots. Because when Jesus said it was finished, the Bible said that people got out of the graves and went to their family's doorposts. I'm here to tell you, when Jesus said it was finished, dead begin to raise. When Jesus said it was finished, blinded eyes begin to open up. When Jesus said it was finished. Can you imagine? When it happened and your cousin that you thought was dead and here they are knocking at your door with a cake in their hand saying, hello, I've missed you. Let's go have some food at the table. The resurrection power of Jesus. I'm telling you, it's Bible. Go look it up. It happened. There was dead people that came out of the grave because when the blood hit the ground, the dead couldn't take it. I wish I had somebody to help me. When the blood hit the ground, life had to live. When the blood hit the ground, pulse had to start beating. When the blood hit the ground there was purpose baby purpose and it's kingdom purpose I wish I had some that are re that are your your residents you might be residents here but you know that you have something over there that you may be living here you may just be a traveler in a weary land but I'm here to tell you I'm just a stranger in a strange land but I hear the sound in a sky it's an eastern sound and it's calling me up and it's calling me higher and it all is coming from the blood somebody give God praise for the benefits of the sound of the blood the blood cried out when you couldn't cry the blood cried out when you were sick laying on your sick bed the blood cried out when my baby fell two feet out of the 12 feet out of the second story window I'm here to tell you that the blood cried out for me I couldn't get to her I was crying in my space but Jesus said Satan not today her name is Eva and her name means life and that is who I am and I speak life to Eva and Eva got up out of the sick bed and she went home that night with no broken bones I wish I had somebody to get excited about the benefits of the blood Slap somebody high five and get excited and just say, without the blood, there's no benefit. Come on, say it. Without the blood, there's no benefits. You want benefits and bonuses? Get under the blood. Come on. You want promotions? Get under the blood. You want a healing? Get under the blood. I know we say we there, but I'm here to tell you, if you're still sick after eight weeks, you need to get yourself up underneath the blood because the Bible tells me that there's a benefit in the blood and where the blood applied, the Holy Ghost will have his way. Is there redeemed in this house? 
because my Bible tells me, let the repeat of the Lord say so. Them that have been delivered from the hand of the enemy. Somebody shout if that's you. Somebody shout like you know it. Somebody stand your feet. Put your hands together. Bless the blood maker. Bless the blood maker. Bless the blood maker. Bless the blood maker. Yeah. Just lift your hands and just thank him for the blood for a few moments. How? Let me say, tell this real quickly. In this season, don't get bound by the bondage that somebody else is trying to bind you with. Don't you dare listen to the wrong words and the wrong voice. I'm here to tell you that he was wounded for my transgressions. I'm trying to help somebody tonight. He was bruised for your iniquities. And if you're trying to bind somebody, you're not bringing breakthrough in their life. But I come to tell you that when the enemy tries to bind you, however he see fit to bind you, the seven drops of the oil that was represented and sprinkled was because sometimes the enemy will turn the heat up seven times harder. And when the enemy throws you into a fiery furnace to devour you, to trick you, to take you out, there is a passage in the Old Testament that said the blood activated the oil and there's seven times so what the enemy meant to complete your defeat God said I already completed your victory I wish I had somebody in this house to understand that you've already won the battle you've already won the war all you've got to do is accept the benefits of the somebody needs to touch your mind and say I will live sound I accept the benefits of the blood somebody needs to touch your heart that day after day after day the enemy's trying to break it the enemy's trying to take it the enemy's trying to stagnate it but the blood's been applied to my heart it removed the hard shell and I'm touched by the king and the king shall be touched by me if that's you in this house and you're not ashamed of the blood and you're not ashamed of who you are somebody just for a moment so I can catch a breath release your breath and give him praise in this house the oil was applied where the blood was present Exodus 12 and 23, the children of Israel, their household was saved because the blood had been applied above the doorpost, which means your house was marked with the authority of heaven. I know it's Old Testament, but I'm talking to you. When your heart is marked with the authority of heaven, it doesn't matter how many times the wicked wolf comes and knocks at your door, comes and blows his wicked word against you. Go ahead, baby, and huff and puff. But I built my house on a firm foundation. I said I built it upon the rock. 
and the wind may blow and the storm may come and satanic warfare may take some stuff from me but my house is still standing in what I believe in in what I trust in in what I put my come on somebody stop putting your hope in the wisdom of this world and start putting your hope in the blood of Jesus because there is a release that's getting ready to hear the blood wash there's something that's getting ready to hear hit the blood wash and if you're the blood wash you need to let the Lord know where you are because he wants to send some stuff to you today he wants to flood you with blessing because there's benefits in the blood there's breakthrough in the blood there's blessing in the blood Somebody stretch your hand and say, help him, Jesus. Because the Holy Ghost sometimes make you do stuff. (laughs) I'm okay with it. Say, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. That scarlet red thread was hanging out the window as a sign and a symbolism. She's got help over there. Why? Listen, you don't only need the blood over your doorposts. You need the blood around your windows. Come on, somebody. Because God will open up the door with the blood. But your prayer gives access to the window. Are you hearing me right now? Noah had one window in the ark. That was his communicational system with God. So I must have no hindrances. As we talked about this past Sunday. And what I'm looking at. Sometimes you got to lift the window. Sometimes you got to apply the blood. Because the enemy wants to fog your focus. Come on. He, oh, i got to say this. He wants to cloud your conscience. Come on, somebody, help me. If he can cloud your conscience, he can stop your progression. But I'm here to tell you that there's a benefit in the blood for your conscience. And what the enemy's trying to remind you of is already under God's feet. He's already forgot about it. It's already washed away. If you know it, somebody praise him like you know it, that you shouldn't be here. But had it not been for the blood of Jesus, every man, every woman, every boy, every girl would be in a devil's hell. But Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the blood. So what are you trying to say? If there's no blood, there is no salvation. Everybody just worship him for just a moment. Just lift your hands if you would. Not because I told you to, but just because you love him. Surrender right now to the blood. When there's the blood applied, when we allow the blood to flow, when we allow the blood to move in a service, the Bible says that where the blood is, salvation is. Where the blood is, deliverance is. Where the blood is, sanctification is. Where the blood is, justification is. Let me tell you something. Breakthrough will not come through information. It's only going to come through a revelation of the blood of Jesus Christ. Deliverance is going to come through the revelation of the blood of Jesus Christ. If there's no blood, there's no oil. Come on, somebody. If there's no blood, there's no power. If there's no blood, there's no anointing. If there's no blood, there's no protection. If there's no blood, there's no healing. But I have a good news to bring, and that is why I'm preaching right now. I'm here to tell you and proclaim that he was wounded for you and that the blood is for you. He died for you so that you can live a life 
and even when the enemy is John 10 10 coming to steal kill and to destroy and he does his job real well but you need to read the back half of the verse because God said I came to give you life and life more abundantly man if you had abundant life what would you act like that's the way we should act every time we come into this house why because we in a blood boat we're in a blood boat see that sounds gory but turn to your neighbor and say it's my story it was the blood for me I know it was the blood for me when depression tried to kill me and addiction tried to destroy me I know it was the blood that pulled me out in the nick of time see some of you may have never had addictions but I'm here to tell you they're a real thing and I want to talk to some people right now that maybe something is grabbing a hold of you trying to bind you in the season that you should be released every head bowed every eye closed if that's you and there's something trying to grab a hold of you and it's not the blood and it's not the Holy Spirit and it's an evil spirit that's trying to bind you in your mind in your conscience in your heart some of you it can be religion some of you it can be religious spirit we can get addicted to that but I'm here to tell you doesn't matter what's trying to bind you I know what's going to loose you tonight and it's the blood of Jesus if you need the blood to be applied to something in your life that's trying to tie you up if it's tying you up I'm praying for it to loose you and let you go because we're getting ready to release the blood in this house so if that's you and you'd say there's something I got to get out of my life in this season maybe you got a little comfortable I'm here to tell you the blood's here for you tonight and if you need the blood's benefits the benefits of the blood are here for you if that's you and you'd say I need to be loosed I want you to lift your hand quickly don't allow the enemy one thought thank you for this hand thank you for this hand come on come on thank you for this hand I see you anybody else come on don't let the enemy steal another second of you we're gonna break it tonight we're gonna break it we're gonna get breakthrough tonight I see you thank you for these hands now let me ask you this we're gonna do it all at one time if you've got sons and daughters who need to come home and you want to pray for their soul and you're believing that the blood just like the prodigal son in the pig pen went to the palace because he was aware he became aware of where he was there's going to be an anointing release through the blood of Jesus tonight because the oil only comes by proclaiming and proclamation of the blood and if you're looking for your son and daughter your prodigal to come home they must become aware of where they are and they must not only get it in their mind but they must get it in their feet because the prodigal son didn't just think about getting out of the pig pen he got up and he got out <laughs> and if you're ready for that kind of oil over some sons and daughters you're praying for I want you to lift your hands we're gonna to agree together they're coming home this is the season this is the season the blood is going to be released <laughs> old preacher man used to say we're gonna sick the blood like a coon dog after a coon that's what we're gonna do right now now one more thing if you're ready to see this community this country 
this land, and I'm talking more than physicality, healed. We're going to release the blood for healing in our land. And here's how we're going to do it. We're going to repent. Come on, somebody. We're going to repent because God has given us the ability and the access through the blood to bring a heart of repentance. And that repentance is bringing refreshing times of revival. And that revival is going to bring restoration. And restoration is going to bring the return. It's going to happen. If that's you and you'd say, I want to pray for healing in this community, in our land, in physical bodies, in COVID patients' rooms right now. Come on, somebody. We're serious about this tonight. We're releasing the blood. If you're saying, I'm in agreement with that, I'm going to agree with you, Pastor. Raise your hand and say, I'm going to agree. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. I want our elders to come. What we're going to do is we're going to, we're not going to touch you, but we're going to get some oil in our weak hand. Just as a symbol and a sign of what the Word declared to do tonight. Natasha, why don't you come in your weekend? Shabbatito Ramayi. And here's what we're going to do. I want us to line up. And I want all of you, if you don't mind, I'm not trying to force you to do anything. I just know what God's speaking in my heart right now. And I want you to throw your hands up just as a sign of God. I open it and I surrender. And here's what we're going to do. In the Spirit, we're anointing their ear gates. <laughs> we're anointing their thumbs. And we're anointing their walk. But here's also what we're going to do. With what's remaining, we're going to pour it on their head. I'm not talking about physically, so don't get scared. But that's what happened. The priests would anoint the head. Because let me watch this. Watch this. Because where the head goes, the body will always follow. So in order for everything to be aligned, my head must be anointed with oil. The confidence is coming through this consecration right now. How many is looking for confidence in this season? Not in yourself, but I'm talking about in the spirit to do what God's called you to do. If that's you, just lift your hands toward heaven and say, I surrender. So Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus and in the blood that you have shed for us, God, we apply this oil in our weak hand. And now I just want you to dip your finger in that, that oil. And I, this is so funny, but I want you to stretch it toward, and I want you to point at uh, ear gates and toes and hands. This is what we're going to do. Right now, God, I anoint each and every ear symbolically in the Spirit. And in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for divine attention. Come on. I need your help. Intercessors, pray amongst us. Lord, right now, as elders of this church, you said, call for the elders of the church for healing. God, the body of Christ needs healing in our ear gates. 
We need hearing. We need, uh, Lord, that deficiency, that blood deficiency to be renewed in the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, I'm calling forth ear gates to hear what God is saying. And I believe that there's some hearing that needs to be healed physically tonight. I don't know who you are, but I declare that healing is coming through your ear grate. And the thing that's been stopped up and the thing that's been clogged up, the blood of Jesus is pushing out everything that's trying to clog up your hearing, that's trying to clog up your physical ear gate, but also the spiritual sounds of heaven in Jesus' name. And so, Lord, now we anoint the hand to grip and to take hold. Come on. We need this right now. Everything that God has declared over your life, I declare that the enemy will not take it because there's a greater anointing to hold on to everything that God has given to you. There's a greater anointing because the blood is being applied to the grip. There's a blood that's being applied to the grip, and you will grip great greatness. You're going to grip greatness, and you're going to be able to hold on to it, and you're going to be able to use it and I'm here to tell you that the anointing is activating the gift that you're about to take action you're about to take warfare I'm talking about in a spirit you're going to hold on to the sword you're going to hold on to the word you're going to hold on and declare and use the weapon of your warfare that are not weak but they're mighty through God and you're going to be mighty through God and you're going to be able to pull down strongholds and every high thing that would exalt it itself against the knowledge of God because God through the blood and the benefits of the blood he's giving you greater grip if you believe that somebody just say amen say hallelujah and receive that right now and so Lord now we point down at the foot at the toes at the right toe the strong toe and we declare don't allow our strength to pull us away from your word <laughs> don't allow our flesh to overtake your spirit so Lord we uh, we, uh, we anoint the strength we anoint the gifts in our walk we anoint the things that you've called us to walk out and to do and we give it to you God we cannot operate well if it's not under your authority and so Lord right now we anoint our strong side we anoint our right side Father God and we declare let our right side lead people in right direction let our strong side lead people into your supernatural abilities but God also on our weak side we ask God that you would take over we ask God that as we yield you would guide us like the wind in a sail that you would direct us and lead us and guide us into everything God that you have in this season of our lives and we praise you now and we give you glory and the lastly Lord we stretch our hands toward every head let's do this symbolically leaders we stretch our hands toward the heads of every personnel in this room. And I'm just going to walk through just for a moment. And Lord, I declare that over every head and every house and every head of the house, that there's a fresh horn of oil, 92, that's coming over every house, that's coming over every head. And our head will be anointed with oil because God is going to be the oil, it's going to be the anointing that's going to bring divine alignment, it's going to be the oil, it's going to be the anointing that's going to lead me in paths of righteousness for your namesake, it's going to be the 
head being anointed with your oil that's going to clear my conscience that's going to clean my thoughts and so Lord I pray for clouds of clutter and wickedness must cease in this season and no more you have anointed our head with oil and there will be overflowing cups this is your word it's Psalms 23 and we declare it because you're our shepherd anointing with oil as we are anointing symbolically God we know in the spirit that you are anointing each and every head every blood washed head with your oil so we give you glory we hope you enjoyed this word if you would like to hear more messages like this one please take a second and click the subscribe button and for more information on our ministry please visit us at rhctn.com